Since you've been diagnosed with breast cancer, have you looked at yourself in the mirror and said, why did this happen to me? Well, you're not alone. I did too. But this is a time when you're given two choices. One, you let those four nasty words that you've been told you have breast cancer stop us from living. Or two, we can take what we've been given to us and use it as fuel on our path to healing, growth, self-discovery, and to bring out the best of us and become the hero of our journey while we get to inspire others to do the same. Join my inspiring guests and me on our mission to help women just like you with what we discovered on our hero's journey through breast cancer. This is a place where we share all the tools and knowledge we've learned to develop the courage, resilience, mindset and self-love needed to start living your full life like you might never have done before. I am Grace DeAngeli and I welcome you to Breast Cancer Hero's Journey Podcast. Welcome home. And I know you said, you know, we said you're a single mum. You don't really get the support. But have you looked out? Have have you gone out there? Is there anyone out there that you can recommend for a support? You know, um, if you've, you know, whether it's a group, whether it's a Facebook group, whatever it is that you think, you know, that's a great support mechanism. You know, when you don't actually have the people around you it's like you said it's not that they're supporting you because they don't love you it's because they're scared they're afraid yes Yes. I know my family loves me to death and they are my backbone Mm. Uh, they um, they are my everything but um, because they are afraid of my life and even they even say that my life is not mine alone (laughs) Mm. You know, it, no it, pressure it, no pressure there <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i understand how much they love me mm. so instead of here now that you know try to convince them at the beginning i try to convince them to let me do and then so when they disagree so i got mad angry resentful and then things turned chaotic in my mind mm. It took me a long time to overcome that and to fix myself. And it's kind of weird to say this, but um, I'm kind of, I don't hate cancer. No, I loved my cancer. I I, I don't hate it. Yeah, Um, absolutely. I mean, I, I am working very hard to get rid absolutely of, of course of course yes but i am kind of happy in a way that it happened to me because i i changed com- almost completely changed yeah yeah i know what uh, you mean just just i know myself absolutely. And um, before like when i uh, i divorced 11 12 years now mm-hmm so when when I divorced, I lived my life like I just like I got my freedom back. I'm a single person now. I lived my life. I was so happy. I I went out with my friends and I was like enjoying life. Never that I thought <laughs> I have so much to to fix. 
and improve on myself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but we all do. We all do. You know, we all. I, I can't yeah. sit here and say that I had. I had so much to fix. Um, you know, when I the year that I got diagnosed, just the year before, I was. My husband and I were on the brink of separation, and it, for me, it was because. I mean, when I look back at it there, I, I blamed everything. Even the color black was a problem, you know. But what I realized after it was, you know why? Because I was so, I was, it wasn't, I, I didn't resent my husband, but I was having such a mellow life that I resented him when he went on a spiritual journey and I was left to look after the business but it was me saying, no, 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 give it to me. I'll look after the business and then resenting him for it. And I thought, hang on a minute. It's not what I want to do. So why didn't I just do it? Because he did tell me, come on this spiritual journey with me. And I said, no, 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 no. One of us has to look after a business. I mean, at the time we were running a, a seven figure family business. So I said, no, no, no. One of us has to be here. The other one can go. But when I look at all the when I look at all the things that came about, all the triggers, it had nothing to do with that particular trigger. It had to do with me. Because like you said, I didn't fix. I didn't fix. I didn't fix. And then all of a sudden it was like, so then I went through, like you said, it's quite funny because even though I wasn't divorced, I went through a life about, it's about me. I do not care. And this was where we were basically almost pulled apart and I'm like I do not care it's all about me I do not need you in my life you you know what I mean I could do this on my own da 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 but that wasn't the that wasn't going to fix me either it was just like another another nice layer on top mm. and it's like no you got to go deeper and that's yeah. when this happened like you said and you go ah oh, that was all here, yeah. but I did it because I thought the moment I can go, I'm independent. I thought everything was just going to fly out the window and, you know, and I live happily ever after. No, I mm. said it, but I didn't feel it. And I needed to get in touch with that. And like you mm. said, I love cancer. So I loved ca my cancer so much. I loved it so much that I wanted it to leave. <laughs> I gave it so much love. I was like, oh, I love you so much. I love you so much that I wanted it to leave. Because what I realized is the moment you resent the cancer, the moment you're angry with cancer, it's just feeding it. So I just gave it so much love. You know what? You're here to teach me a lesson. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. You're part of my journey. It does. It does. It's really... Uh, my son is a teenager right now. Mm -hmm. He's 16. He's going to be 17 this year. Mm. And I, with my old personality, it's going to be tough for the both of us. Um, but I'm so glad that, you know, it's, it's, it's cancer just came. And now that I'm a new person and mm -hmm. it's like, I have a lot. Mm, to, absolute to, to give. Yeah, I have. I have been improving on myself a lot and I feel like, you know, it's worth it. It's worth it. But I'm just anxious to get rid of it. Oh, abs of course. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I totally understand you. It, it's 
it's this journey hasn't been easy. No, of course. Very difficult for me personally. If I was struggling, but um, I'm glad it it happened, and I'm excited for the new chapter mm. of my life. <laughs> if there was, if you could go back in time and think of something that you wish you knew before, do you know what that would have been? Like you, not that you go, oh, I. You know, I'm angry about that. But if there was something that you knew about it in your early stages of being diagnosed, if there was something you knew back then that you know now, is there anything that you can think of that you thought, oh, if I only knew that then, oh, yeah, it would have been a bit different? I think it's the expectation of the healing time. Okay. The duration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, yeah, I was thinking this is doable in like two months, three months. Mm. And so when I do it, I was so anxious and to like count every day, every hour for the day to go by is it past a month yet, two months yet. So I think that's another thing that when you are anxious, mm. your mind is not relaxing. Absolutely. And, and and so, you know, just, and I'm still practicing it now, though. It's not that I'm a master at it or mm. anything like that. I'm still working very hard to, to improve on meditating and relaxing my mind and, and all that. But I'm a lot better now than I was before, like before mm. I can't even meditate for five minutes. Um, but now, I mean, at least I'm a lot better now than, mm. than I was before. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I mean, because a lot of people don't realize that I, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. Um, apparently, when I say apparently, because I haven't heard it myself, but apparently the Dalai Lama, if you ask him who he is, he says, I'm just a student who, me- who learns to meditate and I'm doing my practices. He doesn't say, got it, hands down, everyone. This is what you got to do. He's still learning. He's still practicing. I'm just someone who's practicing. So you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a constant learning. We're constantly here on earth to learn. So like you said, though, what you're doing now, like myself, sometimes I recognize the pattern coming mm. early. Oh, there it is. Oh, I know what you're about to do. I know you're about to say. I know how you're about to make me feel. Get out of here. You know, and that's when you're able to do just that, that's already a beautiful step. Meditation, a lot of people think you have to sit in silence. The moment there is no such thing as silent meditation because the loudest, I I got told by my Buddhist, um, our venerables, you know, the Chinese venerables, the Buddhist venerables, The moment you're quiet outside, this, your mind is so loud. It is the loudest thing ever. And you've got to learn how to tone it down, not switch it off. You're never going to switch it off. You know when you're going to switch it off when you're dead. But you've got to tone it down because that is so loud. So you can have the most quietest, peaceful spot in your home or in nature that is just quiet but your mind it's like you've just jacked up the volume yep you know so it's Mm -hmm. learning it's all learning it's there's no such thing as right or wrong 
you know meditation i'm sorry go ahead. no no go on go on yeah meditation is like um I, before i didn't know i thought meditation is like you know you have to shut everything be in a quiet uh space mm. of yourself or your own but now that i learned that you can meditate when laying down sitting doing things cooking eating mm. i mean there's a set of books that I bought from from the internet. I learned how to eat, how to love, how to talk, how to walk. You meditate while you're doing all of that. Beautiful. And so it, it's uh, even when you eat, and I mean, I'm still practicing it too, though. When I <laughs> eat so fast, when I remember, okay, I need to slow down and I need to know yeah. that I'm eating be aware of what I'm doing instead of Absolutely. my mind going wild everywhere. And actually, you know, it, it helps with my um, sleeping too. Mm. I knew at some point I couldn't even sleep. I couldn't sleep. My anxiety is over the roof. I yep. couldn't sleep. Mm. And uh, But meditating also helped me fall asleep a lot faster. Like about a year in, I couldn't sleep at all. I up all night long, maybe like two or three hours, man. Mm. And then the more I lose sleep, the more stress I got. Because I'm like, how am I going to heal if I can't sleep? There's no yeah. way I can heal. And so um, I learned meditation and help me sleep and like before before when i laid out it really helped it relax mm. but um on those days that i don't touch my phone i put the electronic stuff away it really helped my mind too i noticed that there you go so that's great to yeah. know as well yeah yeah but sometimes it's so boring <laughs> with, with the covid life right now you, you've got nothing to do mm. i mean mm. so it's the TV again, but then when I don't touch the TV and I meditate, I feel really good. Yeah, yeah. I feel really good. But mm. sometimes, you know, oh my, <laughs> to, to do the bad stuff. Thank you so much for joining me. I know you could have chosen any other show to spend your time with today, and I'm really grateful and humble that you've chosen me instead. And I hope I've been able to serve you in any way. You know, I hope this will become your go-to place to help you heal, feel supported and discover yourself along your hero's journey. And if this episode helped you today, please subscribe and share it with someone you know that would benefit from this. As I've learned about my hero's journey through breast cancer, nothing we receive is for us to keep but to be shared. And I hope I can serve you further by sharing some of the tools I've learned along the way. And it's hard for me to share it all in one simple episode. So if you go to www.theangelsofgrace.me forward slash resources right now, you can find a collection of tools that might be exactly what you need to take you on your hero's journey. And given that I don't know if you're listening to this podcast at the start, the middle or the end of the day, I want to wish you an amazing morning, an amazing afternoon or an amazing evening. I am Grace DeAngeli and you listen to the Breast Cancer Hero's Journey podcast. Thanks again for being here. Much love and light.